if you don't show up to the gym, if you don't get there, if you don't make those habits happen, then you're going to be stuck in that zone, right? You're never going to get past where you're at. You're never going to reach your next level. You'll never create those habits. Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Friday. Today may look a little bit different to you guys. Um, I think Coach Adrice might be actually with a client right now, so hopefully he'll be able to join a little bit later. But I just thought um, without him here, we'll just kind of take the subject that we were going to discuss and just kind of have my own little chat with you guys. So if any of you guys are out there and you have some questions or thoughts or just want to send me some love, I would love to see your love. So give me some love. Um, but kind of what I decided that I wanted to talk about is some of the mistakes that we make when we are starting our fitness journey. And so I thought I'll just kind of go through some of the mistakes that I've made throughout my life and when I've started some of these journeys um, or just trying to get back on page. And I've actually kind of had a couple of weeks that have been really hard for me, you guys. So I just wanted to talk about that. Um, haven't been in the gym as much as I should have been over the past couple of weeks because life changes, life gets stressful. And I kind of talked about that last week and kind of um, just some of the stress level that I've had and just sometimes how that plays into the bad eating habits that we get into because of stress. Or maybe you just don't take time for yourself anymore because stress is just too much and you can't handle it. Um, kind of some of the things that I've been going through with the stress that I've been dealing with is I'm buying a house in a couple weeks and there's a lot of stress that goes along with that. Um, my work schedule has gotten a, quite a bit busier and just the change with my kids going to school and all that goes along with that. Um, over the past couple of years, I've actually been moving around a lot. Just, I mean, some of you guys that know me. Um, and know my story. I used to live in Utah, then I moved away to Hawaii. I never lived anywhere else but Utah. And then my husband and I decided to live our best life, and we decided to move to Hawaii. Well, COVID came around and put a stop to that. So we ended up actually having to move back early. I mean, we were going to stay there for the rest of our lives. We loved just having that experience and being able to live our best lives. And so it was an awesome journey and we weren't planning on having to move back, but we actually ended up moving back to Utah. And, you know, there's a lot of stress with reestablishing your life in different places. I mean, when we first came back, we were moving around from place to place because it was a weird world. It really was. I mean, we got back and... I mean, my parents are older. And so when they were going through not really understanding what COVID was at the time, I mean, we were making phone calls back and forth to our parents, just kind of trying to get their advice on whether we should stay over there or not. And um, part of our journey was that we had to pick up and leave within a couple of days. I mean, when we moved from Utah to Hawaii, we left a lot of our stuff. I gave my kids just a few boxes to fill up. We jumped on a plane 
and we went to Hawaii. We redid our life right there, right? And then moving back, we kind of had to do the same thing again, but even worse. We basically left within a few days and had to just redo life again. So there's been a lot of changes in my life um, with everything that's been going on. So I know some of you guys are wondering where I'm at on my fitness journey. And kind of at the first of this year, I just decided that I wanted to get in the best shape of my life and I wanted to live my best life. If I couldn't live where I wanted to live, I wanted to be in the best shape of my life so that I could live my life to the fullest and do all the things that I'd like to do, especially with my family. Um, but it's been a crazy journey. I mean, we've had to move from rental to rental and right now we're getting ready to get into our house and just with all the moving, my kids haven't really been involved in a lot of activities like they usually are. So I kind of forgot the stress that comes along with my kids getting back into activities and taking up all of my time there. And I think really part of what you need to do as a mom is just realize that sometimes stress can get in the way. Sometimes activities in your life can get in the way of really living your best life or getting into the best shape of your life. Being able to eat healthy, being able to go to the gym, those are all things that can end up going to the wayside when you let your life get so busy or you get so stressed out that you're just not living your life to the to where you want it to be, right? So I think with being a mom, you just have to realize that, okay, I need a restart. I need to be able to say, okay, this is not going the way that I want it to go. I'm not taking time out for myself. I'm not eating the right way. I'm not going to the gym when I should be. And just reestablishing those habits because I think that's been my problem lately with everything that I've been going through is just with my stress level and changing from getting my kids back into school and into their activities, I just kind of fell off of my fitness journey. And not that I, I haven't like gained all my way back and I haven't lost all the muscle mass that I've gained. You know, luckily that stuff is still there and I've tried to eat pretty healthy still. I just kind of went off my nutrition for a while. And this is reality. This kind of stuff happens. And so I just wanted to share this journey with you guys and let you guys know that I'm a normal mom, normal human being, just like you guys. And I have stress. I have things that take me away from my goals. And I think really like just being able to take a step back and reestablishing where you want to be, like what those goals are and how to rearrange your life to be able to fit those goals and those new habits that you have to form into making it work out for you. And so one of the things that has been really hard for me has just been honestly making the time. And I know I talk a lot about just like even the baby steps that you guys need to make. I mean, I've, I think I've told you guys this story before, but and I don't know exactly how much it played into my brother-in-law's story, but I think my brother-in-law, he's lost over 70 pounds in just a few months, actually. And part probably actually maybe a little bit more than a few months, I think maybe since like February or something is when he started. But I remember my husband sharing this story with me about how he had a talk with his brother and he's like, okay, well, I don't want to go to the gym because I'm not in the greatest of shape. 
Well, sometimes we let those things just take over our thinking, our mind, our mindset, right? We're like, okay, everybody at the gym looks great. So I can't go to the gym because I may not look as great as those other people. Guess what? When COVID hit and I came home from Hawaii and I was stuck in a house for three months with no job and nothing else going for me, when they finally opened up the gyms, I went to the gym and guess what? Everybody there in the area that I went back to the gym, they were all younger. They were all a whole lot more into fitness than other places that I had lived. I walked into the gym and those people looked amazing. Like I'm looking around and there's all these girls, these women walking around and they were hot. All these guys were walking around and they were hot. They all looked so good. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, I do not even belong in this gym. It was crazy. So, you know, we all have those thoughts, but guess what? If you don't show up to the gym, if you don't get there, if you don't make those habits happen, then you're going to be stuck in that zone, right? You're never going to get past where you're at. You're never going to reach your next level. You'll never create those habits. And so when I talk about baby steps and how we can actually just start small and make better habits for our lives, for a better life for ourselves, it's kind of what I'm talking about. Um, my husband was also telling me in a book that he read one time where they were talking kind of about those baby steps and how, you know, sometimes if it's hard to actually even make it into the gym, create the habit of having the time for the gym. And what I mean by that is um, in the book, they were talking about just driving yourself to the gym. If it's hard for you to get from your car into the gym, then at least start creating that time, that habit of time for you to be able to reach your goals. And so go drive your car to the gym. And if it takes you just sitting out in your car, contemplating going into the gym for the first couple of times, then that might be your baby step. That might be the thing that you need to get yourself moving in the right direction. Um, some of the mistakes I think that we make is just thinking that once we start our fitness journey, we're going to, in a few days, we're going to be right there. We're going to have the best mindset. We're going to have the best eating habits. We're going to make sure that we have the best habits of going to the gym and exercising, working out. And guess what, you guys, the reality of it is, is just because you make a decision to change your life and go on a fitness journey, there's a lot of steps that come into play. There's a lot of habits that you have to create for yourself. And sometimes it's taking away bad habits and it's adding new habits or maybe just creating the time for those new habits. And it's something that we can all do. I mean, with the way that my schedule is right now, I'm just looking at myself and I'm thinking, OK, well, I have been getting three to five hours of sleep every night. Well, that's not healthy, especially if you're trying to get in the best physical um, position in your life, because you have to have that rest time. And so here I am just thinking, how am I going to squeeze in a way to get myself to the gym? How am I going to squeeze in eating healthier? Because guess what, you guys, it's so much easier to just eat what my family is eating. It's so much easier to not go to the gym. Even if I only have a half an hour, it's just so much easier to say, you know what, half an hour isn't going to be good enough. I'm not going to go. Guess what, you guys, that played in my mind so many times over the past little bit, past, I would say, two, two and a half weeks. 
Um, ever since my kids have gotten into school, they've also brought home these sicknesses. Like we have seriously probably had colds in our house ever since they started school. Maybe one of the weeks out of the couple weeks that they've been back in school, did I not feel sick? So not only was I dealing with new stresses of change in my life, um, new stresses of just being a mom and reestablishing all of the different places I have to run my kids. And then also, you know, just taking the time to make those habits happen, right? Um, we can definitely, it's just so easily, it's just so easy to get out of habits that are good for us. And it's easy to sit back and just say, you know, I can do this tomorrow. I can do this Monday. I can do, I can restart and do this maybe next month because this week might be a little bit more stressful. But here's the thing, you guys, this is, this is something that I've, I've realized in my life through all the different choices that I've made in my life. And I had to actually come to this this past week, actually, over the weekend, and um, just talking to my husband about just the different stresses that I've been going through. And really, I've realized it's just having not been able to give time to myself, to take care of myself. And when you decide to not live your life intentionally, then life happens to you. And I don't know if a lot of you guys understand that when I see it. So just listen to it. If you do not live your life intentionally, then life is going to happen to you. I found myself in this mode of just telling people that I was fine, that I could handle all the stress, that I was like, everything was going to be good. And I was convincing myself, right? But I wasn't living each day adding those new, those good habits back into my life. I wasn't living my life intentionally. I was just kind of trying to survive all the stress that I was going through. Um, the hard thing about having that stress and trying to get out of it on your own sometimes is that you don't even know that you're drowning in it, right? You know, and then when you have stress and anxiety through these kinds of things, then they actually, you start going down into a depression. And when you go down into a depression, then things get even harder, right? So, I mean, at least that's how I work. Whenever I get it really stressed out and I have my anxiety, because ever since I think I was pregnant with my second baby, like that was when my life changed and anxiety and stress hit me so hard. I didn't even know that what anxiety was. I didn't know what stress was really until about that point in my life. And all of a sudden, like, I had to deal with something that I wasn't even prepared for. And it comes back here and there. But if I let it overcome my life, if I let it really infect me, then it sets me into a depression, which then stops all the good habits that I've been working towards, all the good things that I want for my life. And really what it comes down to is just the fact that I decided to stop living my life intentionally. And you guys, it is so much more exciting of a life if you can really live your life to the full intent that you would like for yourself. Because here I was, I was taking my kids to do all these things. I was doing all these things that I thought would better my life by giving to so many other people and giving to my husband, giving to my friends, giving to my kids, making all my time 
all about them because that's where I think, oh, that makes me happy. That gives me my strength. That gives me my almost myself, my identity, right? Because I love being a mom. I love being a wife. I love being able to give to the people that I love. But the crazy thing is, is when you give so much of yourself, you actually kind of, in a way, take away from yourself. And the only way that you can give to others and still give to yourself is to make sure that you have like a self checkup and say, hey, Look and look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, Shree, how are you doing today? Are you doing good? What are you doing for yourself today? And as moms, I think that is a huge deal. It's so big to be able to just really take a step back and realize the changes that you need to make so that you're not drowning in your own life, right? And I'm sorry if I sound a little emotional because whenever I talk about my kids and about my husband, I get a little emotional. I kind of love them a lot. <laughs> but here's the thing is I've realized this week that without living my life intentionally, I've just kind of spiraled down into a place where I was complaining about everything that happened. You guys, it was so crazy. I went to go, I went on this cool weekend trip with my family and I was staying at my friend's cabin and I went to go refill a bottle, one of those big bottles of water, right? Because of all the stress that was happening in my life, I was just like, instead of just being able to laugh at a situation, I became very irritated at these situations that were happening to me. And I say happening to me because this is what happened. I've never filled up one of those big jugs of water before, right? So I go to Walmart because I wasn't really sure where to go for it. And I'm at Walmart and I'm asking them how to fill up this bottle of water, right? So I have this kid that comes over and helps me. We get it all filled up. And I was like, okay, this is the price. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, do you have a lid for it? And he's like, oh, you didn't bring a lid? I didn't know I had to bring a lid. This is my very first time filling up one of these things, right? So I just figured I would buy a lid from them and put it on, right? Well, I guess they usually have lids, but they ran out that day. So now I had this big, huge jug of water with no lid on it. And here I am going to go take it back to my friend. Well, that's not really the way that my friend would want it, right? And it's like spilling all over the place, right? And I'm just like, really, does this have to happen to me? Because I was trying to hurry because my daughter needed to be somewhere. And I was just super stressed out. And I was realizing, you know, in that moment, I could have looked at that situation and just kind of laughed at the fact that what I was about to do. Right. So I decided to buy another jug, just a full one with the lid on and everything. And then the guy's like, well, what are you going to do with this jug? And I was like, well, can I just dump it out? And he's like, no, like I can't dump out water. No, you're just going to have to take it. So I literally brought both jugs back to my truck, put the one with the lid on in my truck, put the other one in my truck, put a seatbelt around it because I'm fun like that. And so we just, so I took those back over to my friend. I dropped them off and I'm just thinking, why is this stuff happening to me? Instead of laughing at this stupid situation, here I was thinking, I have the craziest journey in life. And right now, like all these little things are adding up to add more stress, right? 
Um, last week was crazy. got even crazier. I was trying to help my daughter get to homecoming, buy a dress, like doing all these different things for my daughter to make sure that she got there. Well, guess what? Nobody in their party for the homecoming dance were actually old enough to drive. So we had to figure out how to drive all the kids everywhere. And I was the one driving them most of the time, which added a quite a bit more stress onto my plate, especially because I was working in, on the weekend and everything. And um, the crazy thing is, is it's like, here's the other thing that happened is I was taking them to their lunch date and then I was bringing them home. And during their lunch date, I decided to go to the store and buy some boxes since I'm moving. And I just thought, okay, well, I have some time to spare. So I'm going to go get these boxes. I'm going to put them in the back of my truck and I'll just start doing some packing this next week. Right. So I'm driving the kids. I go pick up the kids and we're driving back home and I have to go on this. That's a little bit of a like freeway stretch back to my house. And I get home and there was this car that followed me. There was this guy that followed me back to my house and it was me, my daughter and her friend. And I'm just get out of my truck and I'm thinking, why is this guy following me back to my house? And he starts yelling something at me out the window of his car. And so I walk over there and he's all angry and he's like, he's like, you, something flew out of the back of your truck and it broke my windshield wiper. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, glad that, I'm not really glad that that happened, but I'm glad that's the reason why you followed me back to my house. And I'm thinking, well, I've never bought a windshield wiper, so it must be like a pretty expensive piece. I didn't think it was, but I was, I'm willing to like go and help fix this issue, right? So I was like, hey, I'm like, I'm sorry that you're all upset. I will go with you to go buy another one and we'll get this fixed. And so I followed him back to the store to be able to get this windshield wiper, right? Windshield wiper ended up costing like 15 bucks, right? And here I am thinking, why did this man follow me to my house over $15? And all I was doing is thinking, it's just the way my life is working out right now. It's just the way the stress, these stressful things are adding to what I'm going through right now, right? And this is the kind of thing that I'm talking about and, and where like you feel like you're drowning, right? I didn't have extra time to spend that day going out of my way to go buy a windshield wiper for some random person that I didn't know. But guess what? I always want to do right to other people. I want to make sure that um, I don't cause harm to other people in any way. So for me, I went with him, got his, got his windshield wiper. And I was just, it sent me an, an even bigger depression than what I was in. I was just like, really like, here's a silly situation, right? Where this guy follows me to my house over a windshield wiper. And I'm just thinking how awful my life is because this happened to me. It was just adding on to all the other stress that I was going through. Right. And this is the kind of thing that I'm talking about where, you know, we have these situations that sometimes like once we get into stress, anxiety, depression, then we just start to allow those things to keep hurting us and adding on, right? Like when you get into that depressive mode, you're just like, oh, why is this happening to me? Why does this other thing have to happen to me? Just add another thing on. I remember getting out of my truck 
that morning also and I hit but my arm and my coffee spilled all over my new, brand new pants that I just got and I was just like really like why is this all happening right and sometimes that's just the way life goes right especially when you're not living your life intentionally things can seem to weigh on you so much more than what they would on a normal day and so here's the crazy thing is these same situations could have happened to me and I could have been fine. The reason why I took it so hard and I let it add to what I was going through was because I wasn't living my life and feeding myself. I wasn't trying to make myself healthy. I was doing things. I stopped doing the things that really made my mental health better, right? And I know like I talk about just the mindset and being able to have the way of thinking to where your nutrition and your fitness are actually play a huge part into your mental health. And this was a, an eye-opening experience for me because, I mean, before I moved to Hawaii, I kind of lived my life that way. Like I was just constantly drowning and I couldn't get above water to breathe for anything and any and every situation that came at me I looked at in a negative way but I realized when I came back and I was kind of started my journey with my fitness and my nutrition that all of a sudden my world was changing and that I was actually living my best life because I had the mindset change I was able to see the things that I needed in my life and what I needed to do to feed myself, to feed my soul, to feed my health, it all played into helping my mental health. And I have been on this amazing journey, this amazing path to like bettering myself and giving myself a healthier life. And I allowed just the stress and scheduling of everything to get in the way of things that really gave me better mental health. And a lot of people ask me why I decided to do this journey and why I would want to keep it up after I reach it, right? Like I've had a lot of you guys reach out and say, what, what happens when you get your six pack? What happens when you get to the best fitness of your life? And I always tell them, I say, you know what? I stick with it. I keep doing it. And the reason why you have to keep doing it is for this exact reason what I've just been talking about is fitness and nutrition isn't just about having a great body, right? That's that's a side effect. It's a weird side effect. That's kind of awesome, right? But feeding our body what we need and giving it that exercise that it needs to build muscle, to be able to create a better metabolism, those are the things that play into our mental health and being able to take care of ourselves. And when we can take care of ourselves, then we can actually take care of others around us on a whole different level. Here was my thinking a couple of weeks ago is I, I could see all this, these stressful moments, these stress, stressful situations coming into my life. And I just became to, I got to a point where I was just like, okay, well, these stressful things are gonna happen and I just have to endure them, right? I've heard a lot of people over the years, and this is something that 
I always hate it is I hate when people say that they endure life, right? Because nobody wants to endure life. Life is not to be endured. Life is to be enjoyed. And if you're not enjoying your life, then you need to self-reflect. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what you need. Because you guys, it's easy to get in stressful situations. It's easy to get into depression. And it's easy to fall off of your fitness journey, of your health journey. And that plays into your mental health. And when you don't have great mental health, then you're going to stop going to the gym. You're going to stop eating healthy. You're going to stop being able to give what you need to to your children to be there for them, to be able to also be there for your husband. So our mental health is huge. And being able to create better habits to give to yourself, to give yourself the time to have the right nutrition, to be able to go to the gym and make time for that, that all plays into our mental health and being a better person, not only for ourselves, but for our kids. It's so hard for me to be there for my kids when my mental health is not doing well. If my mental health is not doing well, then I snap easily. I get angry at them easily. Or maybe I just become emotional and I start crying. My kids have seen me cry this last week. And it's just because I had so much going on and I was falling into this depression that I needed to wake myself up. And sometimes waking yourself up is just being able to reevaluate your situation, your schedule, and maybe, maybe make some changes. Or sometimes you have to talk to the person that you love and let them know what changes happened in your life that have caused you to feel this way and heal from it and get through it. And I think a lot of times it's easier to push things down. It's easier to say, I'll deal with this later. I'll do deal with this another time when it's easier to do that instead of being able to face those things so you can heal from them. And that's kind of what I was doing. I was just kind of pushing things away, pushing all my issues away so that I didn't have to deal with them right now. But once I dealt with them, I'm in this such such a better place than where I was before. And I'm getting back on my nutrition. I'm getting back on to um, getting to the gym and making that happen. And that's what I needed. You know, I couldn't have anyone do it for me. I had to be able to see that for myself and make that change for myself. Um, but you know what? Reach out to people that you love and that love you back because they'll be there for you. And they'll be able to probably see your situation better than you see it. Sometimes we're just stuck in our box, right? We're in this box and we're just somebody's, maybe it's like a metal box and somebody's filling it up with water and we're drowning, right? And sometimes it takes somebody else to see that you just have to open up the hole in the bottom to let all the water out or open up the top so that you can get out, right? Sometimes we just feel so consumed by everything in our lives that we forget that we have the power to change it. And that's really what living intentionally is. And that's something that I kind of forgot over the past couple of weeks. And I kind of fell off everything that I was doing and everything that I believe in. And you kind of have to reevaluate that, right? One of the things that my husband and I love to say is when things are going wrong, when like when we're mad at each other or when we're having issues with getting back on track with something we say, and you're just like, oh, I 
I hate that I wasn't able to do this. I'm so mad at myself for do, not doing this or not being on the right place for this, right? And this actually comes from a show that we actually like to watch a lot. It's How I Met Your Mother. And, and there's the guy, the one guy on it, the single guy, he says, there's a couple single guys, but um, he says, you know what I do when I stop being awesome? And his friends are like, what do you do? I don't know. He's like, I stop not being awesome and I become awesome again. And I think that's such a profound thing because really it's, it is weirdly that simple, but it's not simple, right? Like once I decided to make the choice to stop being so sad and depressed and stressed out, and I decided to be my awesome again, then my whole world changed. My mindset changed. I was able to see the world in a whole different place. And sometimes that's the journey that you just have to go on. Sometimes you need to go through that to humble you, yourself. Maybe you have to go through that to be able to realize that, you know, sometimes we can put ourselves in boxes that we can't figure out how to get out. Sometimes we need to reach out to learn something different, learn something new from somebody else so that we can get to that level. But part of what I want to talk about today, though, was, you know, um, I kind of just wanted to play into that um, conversation about stress and what I was going through because I kind of have been absent a little bit from being on all my platforms. So I just wanted to let you guys know what's going on with me. Um, and then one of the other topics was just the mistakes you make when you get into your fitness journey and kind of started off that way. Always kind of lose track of things here and there. Um, but a lot of the mistakes that we make can actually be seen right from the beginning, right? Like when you, when you start your fitness journey and you're looking at all the different diets, you're looking at all the different ideas of different ways to go and things seem nice and new and shiny, but really like you kind of just have to take it back to the basics. I know uh, Coach Adrice and I have talked about not worrying so much about what diet plan you're on, not worrying so much about what time of the day you need to eat, but just feeding your body what it needs, right? Kind of the process, well, the program that I've been doing is I've just been eating every time I'm hungry. The more that I work out, the more that I work out my muscles. Working out your muscles is a huge deal, no matter what type of nutrition plan you're on. Um, if you want to build a better metabolism so that your metabolism will work for you as you get older, you need to build muscle now. You need to build muscle today because that is how your metabolism works. And that is how you'll have a better metabolism. And a lot of the times we, when we start like a new diet, a new fad, we actually kind of get out of working out because we're like, okay, I just want to get skinny. Right. Well, part of nutrition and having your, the best fitness is building that muscle so that when you're asleep, it's burning fat for you, right? Like it's, it's making it so that you can actually have better fitness, longer lasting. A lot of us like get into these diets and we're like, oh, I, I want to lose this much weight in the next two months. Well, after the next two months are over with and you lose all that weight, well, you think you can go back to your regular eating and 
as you get older, it just gets harder to stay off. Like I was in a rut this last year and that's part of what made me start my journey was that I was kind of putting my body in starvation mode. I not kind of, I actually put my body into starvation mode. So my metabolism wasn't working for me. And what I mean by that is I was just working so much and putting everything into everything else that I was doing to where I actually kind of got too busy to even remember to eat a lot of times. So I would eat like one to two meals a day and I was just stuck. Like I was feeling all flabby. My skin was all flabby. I was feeling like, you know, I just couldn't have, I didn't have the energy. I wasn't even getting hungry till about two o'clock in the afternoon. And it was just kind of crazy because, because I thought that this was like, because I was eating a low amount of calories, right? Like a lot of our diets that we do, a lot of the fads that we do keep our, our calories really low for us, right? And so we're thinking, okay, if I stay below this calorie amount, right, then everything will work out. I'll lose weight, I'll get better, right? But actually the crazy thing is, is by doing that, I was actually putting myself into starvation mode to where my metabolism was slowing down. My metabolism was slowing down to be able to help my body fuel itself so that it could last the rest of the day and I'd have the energy for the day. Well, changing my eating habits, changing to eat the right nutrition, changing to be able to um, go to the gym, building muscle to where it's creating the need for me to eat more. I'm actually eating way more than I used to eat, right? I'm eating like four times a day, a lot of days. And that's due to my metabolism speeding up because I'm doing things the right way. I'm doing things differently. Um, when I took my body out of starvation mode, like I don't have like big flabby arms anymore, right? Like I was, I wasn't like overweight or anything, but my skin just wasn't tight. My body looked very different than it looks now. And being able to have the results that I have eating more because my metabolism is speeding up to where my body needs that fuel. And then also just being able to build the muscle mass, it changes the way that my body looks. It changes the way that I, that I feel even about myself just because I have more energy. I'm eating more. I can actually do more things because I'm fueling my body the way that it needs to be fueled. And I think sometimes when we go into these diets and these different fads that we're looking at is we kind of tend to make the mistake that, well, if I'm doing this nutrition plan and I keep my calories here then I don't really need to work out or I don't need to work out my muscles or lift weights. The problem with that is that doesn't help to build a better metabolism you're just going to start starving yourself. So you definitely need to make sure that you're doing both, right? Both playing to the better fitness for your life, for yourself. And that's the one thing that I would recommend that I've done differently with what I've been doing. You know, I mean, I'm getting older. So each month I was kind of getting to a point where I was gaining one to two pounds every month and I wasn't doing anything different. It was just that my body's getting older. My body's responding differently to the food that I put in it. And 
that's something that we probably many of us have made the mistake of doing. I've done that so many times over the years because I knew that if I ate less food, I would become thinner, right? And it was most important to get thin so that I wasn't overweight. But the crazy thing is, is it's such a different look in my body. It's such a different way of energy and the way of living my life by being able to add the weights in, add the exercise in. Um, so it's very important to do both. And I think that's like one of the mistakes that we make on our fitness journeys is just being able to um, do that correctly so that we can get the results that we want. And I'm trying to think a few of the other things that I have kind of made mistakes on is just not really understanding the nutrition part of it and the protein and all of that. Um, one of the things that I used to do is on the Atkins diet is I used to deprive myself of a lot of those carbs because I was trying to just eat meat all the time or have the protein all the time. The problem with like trying to constantly only eat protein is that your body will become hungry more often. You're not satisfied. So adding some of those carbs in actually does help to satisfy your craving, satisfy your body so that you can make it through a workout or you can make it a few hours to your next meal. And so um, I always do with my plan, I'm always doing about um, 24 grams of protein, about 25 grams of carbs per meal. And I do about four to five meals a day. And I usually end my day with a salad. And that's part of being able to have carbs that are a little bit more um, fibrous so that you can actually go to sleep at night and not have those carbs working through your body, creating so much energy, right? So I usually try to end my night with a salad just because I'll get my protein in. And then I'll also be able to be satisfied enough to where when I wake up in the morning, I'm hungry right from the time that I wake up because of the workouts that I was doing and just being able to create a better metabolism for my body. And I've seen a huge difference in just even my sleeping pattern with when I eat right, like this past couple of weeks with all the stress I've been going through, stress probably had a lot to play into how much sleep I was getting also, but just not eating the right nutrition, I have found myself not really sleeping well at night. And so these are all things that we don't think about when we start new diet plans, when we start new um, fitness plans. We think, okay, I just want to do one or the other. I can't go to the gym because possibly somebody might look better than me. And I don't want to look like the fat guy at the gym. Well, guess what? With those baby steps, with the story that I told you earlier about my brother-in-law and him losing over 70 pounds, he just did baby steps over and over again until he saw the results that he had. So he started taking certain things out of his diet each day that we're not adding to what he wanted to accomplish, right? And that's why I tell you guys, it is really important to have a journal of what you're eating and all the different snacking, like being very honest with how much you're working out, being able to just lay it all out. Because I think a lot of us don't realize the little snacking that we do throughout the day. A lot of us don't realize that we are eating more often than what we actually realize. And so keeping a journal, you'll be able to say, okay, this is another baby step for me. Like I can take this out of my diet. 
Um, and then when you get to a point where you can figure out how to feed your body the right way and being able to give your body what it needs, then it, make sure that you highlight that page and or those couple pages and realize this is where I can go back to if things go wrong. These are This is where I can go back to if I stop making progress on my goals. And so I, I always think that keeping a journal of your food and everything that you're doing is very important because it teaches you a lot about how your body will respond to whatever you're giving it, whatever diet plan you decide to go on. Um, just make sure that you are balancing it with exercise and lifting weights, especially a lot of us think, oh, just cardio is such a great idea, but lifting weights is a huge deal to help boost your metabolism. So especially as we get older, I mean, we'll lose muscle mass as we get older. So you might, you need to get working on getting better muscle mass now because it's going to be harder as you get older to build that muscle mass. And it's very important for your metabolism. It's very important for your health to be able to build that muscle because it also helps with your bones and it helps you to create better, um, just a better body for yourself um, to live a healthier life. Um, but it looks like Coach Adrice was actually hung up with a client. So um, sad to say we won't get to see him today, but I have a lot of new things happening and it's happening in the next couple weeks. Um, you're gonna see some changes on my channel on what I'm doing and on my podcast. Um, if you guys remember when I first started my journey with this fitness and everything that I've been doing, I was talking about two goals that I wanted to meet before I turned 40. And I am turning 40 in January. So it's coming up really quickly and I need to get moving on my other goal as well. So I'm going to actually try to get to my end result with my fitness by the um, probably mid-October. Hopefully I'll get into my house and be a little bit less stressed out and be able to get you guys some result pictures and um, be closer to that goal. But the next goal that I had talked to you guys about in the beginning was writing my book. I started writing a book about 10 years ago and I stopped about five years ago and I haven't been able to finish that. So that's going to be part of my next journey in what I'm trying to accomplish. So I'm actually going to talk a little bit more on my podcast about those of you who might actually want to join a group to where you guys can give me feedback on my writing and give me some constructive criticism on what I'm doing with my book and how you guys think it's going. Because this is my first book and I have to rewrite the whole entire thing because by the end of my book, I was actually a completely different writer than when I first started my book. So I'm kind of going through it chapter by chapter, and I never finished the last few chapters of my book. So I'm going to go through it chapter to chapter. And any of you guys who love writing or are authors of your own books or whatever it is that you guys are doing, or you just like to read and maybe give constructive criticism, I'd love for you guys to join my group and just actually give me some feedback so that I know if I am an awful writer or if I'm moving in the right direction, if you guys like my story, things like that. So um, you guys are amazing. You guys motivate me. Send me any of those messages. Keep those messages coming. Let me know where you're at in your fitness journey. Let me know where you're at with your goals. If you want to join my group to be able to give feedback on my book while I'm writing it, then that would be awesome. Um, I love you. I love you guys all. You guys are 
have been honestly a good motivation for me to keep going with everything that I've been doing, especially even through the stressful times that I've been going through. And I just knew that I had to get back to you guys and get moving on my goals and not give up. So if you guys are working on your goals, whether they're fitness goals, career goals, relationship goals, anything that you guys are working on, um, make sure you don't stop. Don't let the stress, don't let the anxiety, don't let the depression get you into a mode where you just get out of living your best life. Um, kind of went through that the last couple of weeks and I hate that I went through that, but I know I'm not the only one that goes through that. So hopefully that this message for you guys was helpful and hopefully we'll have Coach Adrice back next week to join me for some of our conversations and you guys keep an eye out for my new group for if you want to give me some criticism, constructive criticism back on my book and if you're interested in that. Um, but I'll keep my fitness journey going and we'll keep doing this together. And I hope that you guys have an amazing weekend. And yeah, love you guys. See ya.